Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Monday, the 9th of October. And as usual, with all the information contained in this podcast, it is general advice only. So please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. All right, well, let's kick things off, as always, with the scores on the doors and a very, very good night for the U.S. markets, despite the fact we saw those non-farm payroll numbers come in way above estimates, 366,000 new jobs. So as a result of that, you would have imagined the market may have had a little bit of a fall, but not to be. We saw the Dow Jones up 288 points, or 0.87%. We had a low of down 273 and a high of up 438 points. So a big night, a big volatility night. 33,408 was the closing level of the Dow Jones. But as I say, a big range on Friday post those numbers. And we did see the Nasdaq up 1.6%, 212 points, 13,431. We also had the S&P 500 up 1.2% in the middle for Diddle as always, 50.3 to 4308.5. The VIX volatility index fell 1.04 to 1745, down 5.6%. With all this bullishness around, it's hardly a surprise that the ASX 200 closed up 58 points or 0.83% on SPY futures, 7,037. Of course, on Friday, we had a positive day, another 29 points to the positive, up 0.4 of a percent to 69.54. Resources lagging, banks once again are the highlight of our market. But of course, events over the weekend have made it going to be interesting, to say the least, to see how US futures react to the war in the Middle East between Hamas and Israel. Uh, events taking a tragic turn there with many loss of lives happening. So it'll be interesting to see what effect that has on the gold price and also what effect that has on the oil price. Looking at those bond yields in the US, 10-year yields uh, 4.805%, up 8.9 basis points. Two years, 5.088. Aussie 10 years, 4576 up 0.4 basis points. Bitcoin was up nearly 2%. The Aussie dollar slightly firmer, 63.83, up 0.22%. The US dollar index down 0.2 of a percent there. And we're seeing US stocks on Friday. Nvidia up 2.4%. AMD up 4.2%. Netflix up 2.4%. Meta, the artist formerly known as Facebook, up 3.5%. Amazon up 1.6%. Tesla only up 0.2 of a percent. Alphabetti Spaghetti up 2%. Microsoft having a good night, 2.5% higher. And Apple up 1.5%. US banks, though, not doing an awful lot, with the exception of Morgan Stanley up 1.5% and Citi up 1.7%. Uh, but Goldman's only up 06 and Bank of America unchanged. JP Morgan, though, up 1.5%, so not too bad. Commonwealth Bank in US and European trade. CBA was up 1.9%, ResMed up 07 
and European banks also firmer. UBS up 1.8, Barclays up 1.5, and Deutsche up 1.2%. So uh, everything in the garden was pretty rosy on Friday in terms of positive news, despite the fact that we did see that big rise in non-farm payrolls, way higher than expected. The only good thing that came out of it was that wage expectations were a little bit lower than some of the expectations there. So uh, that was the, uh, the certainly the silver lining to that particular cow. We also saw revisions as well to past months for the US market, again, uh, indicating the US economy is still going quite strongly, to say the least. Looking at commodities, of course, all eyes will be on the oil price given the events that are happening in Israel at the moment. Brent crude up 0.3 of a percent, uh, 23 cents to 84.37. WTI up 0.64 of a percent, half a dollar, uh, 53 cents to 82.78. The gold price, uh, as you would expect, with some turmoil uh, geopolitical events, up 0.7 of a percent, $13.10 to 1832.5. Other commodities also doing well on Friday. LME copper up 2.1%, nickel up 0.4, aluminium up 0.6, zinc up 1.7, lead up 0.4, and tin up 2.1%. China coming back on stream this week after their golden week holiday. So again, that is gonna be quite a choppy session, I would imagine from China, although we have seen Hong Kong doing quite well on Friday. Hong Kong was up 1.6%, so maybe that bodes well for the Chinese reopening this week. Iron ore pretty flat uh, in Singapore, coal, uranium, and lithium also pretty flat, uh, given limited trade in Asia. In terms of Aussie miners, we have BHP and ADRs up 2.9% overseas and Rio up 1.8%, so some strength there. Glencore up 1.2%, Freeport McMoran up 3.7%, Arbomile up 3.1%, so a little bit of interest creeping back into the lithium space. Sigma Lithium down 0.7%, and oil stocks a little easier with the exception of Shell, which was up 1.9%. Looking at our market today, of course, the ASX Spy Futures were up 58 points, but they do finished trading on Saturday morning, uh, reopening of course this morning, along with US futures, their Sunday night trade in US futures. It'll be interesting to see how they behave on the back of this uh, Hamas-Israel war that has now broken out. It does appear that Iran has been behind this and sanctioned uh, the attack from Hamas, and uh, as a result there will be more pressure on Joe Biden for sure, and of course already we're seeing pressure uh, from Biden, from Mr. Trump, in terms of it wouldn't have happened on his watch. Uh, he would have uh, made sure that this didn't happen. News out this morning, not a lot of corporate news out from Australia as yet. Uh, we've had some news from Fonterra. It's boosting its milk price forecast on a better outlook. Uh, not exactly exciting news. Uh, we've also got in the Fin Review today, they're talking about the uh, Pacific Current Group, uh, the bid there. Uh, GQG in the bidding process there. The deadline looms for that bid. Uh, it looks like Regal have obviously uh, have moved to the sidelines in that one. So uh, it looks like the, the way is clear perhaps for GQG to firm up some sort of deal with Pacific Account Group. 
Looking at uh, broker research this morning, not a lot out so far. Let's run through a few uh, announcements. Uh, Strandline uh, Resources reported assay results from its Coburn Mineral Sands project. That includes eight meters at 4% total heavy minerals from 35 meters. Mac 7 Technologies has issued an FY24 outlook in its Investor Day presentation. 20% sales order growth, 15 to 25% revenue growth. Cash flow positive in FY24. Strike Energy, which had a good time last week. It's commenced firm gas sales at uh, Wollering, delivering a stabilized 20 uh, petajoules and uh, ramp up towards nameplate capacity. The facility is expected to occur over the coming quarter. Peninsula Energy in the uranium space expects Lance production restart in late 2024. The Lance project is in the US. Uh, we've also had out this morning uh, Cooper Energy uh, management comments on objectives in its annual report. Fortescue has entered into a PPA with GenX Power for 337.5 megawatts of new solar energy. Bank of Queensland downgraded to a cell from a neutral at City. Target cut to five bucks from $5.75, which indicates a 12% downside there for uh, Bank of Queensland. CSR has been upgraded to a buy from neutral at Goldman Sachs. Target increased to $6.45 from $5.95, which indicates a 13% uh, upside. And Steadfast Group upgraded to overweight from neutral at Jardins. Target increased to six bucks, gives it an 8% upside. Pantoro upgraded to a buy from a hold at Bell Potter. Target decreased though to uh, 5.2 cents from 5.3 cents. Still a 41% upside potentially there for Pantoro. Well, that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great day. It's going to be an interesting day to say the least to see how oil and gold reacts in our time zone. Also how US futures react in our time zone, complicated by the political landscape, of course, the Biden versus Trump. Mr. Biden, of course, in trouble at the moment, not only on the front that uh, Donald Trump is suggesting that he's gone soft on Iran and Iran has been one of the principal actors behind this attack by Hamas, but also, of course, his backflip on rebuilding the wall. So uh, that is something to consider as we head into an election year uh, with the contest, I guess, too close to call. So 58 points up on the spine. Not sure it's going to hold that all today, but uh, we shall see how it goes. Well, that's it. May the trading gods be with you. And we're back again this afternoon, of course, with the end of day podcast.